Hi guys, you're listening to Richard Butler. And remember, you can find out more about me on richardbutler.coach, richardbutlerthesuccesscoach.com, which is quite a mouthful. And of course, internetbusinessdemystified.com, which is my business website. So today I wanted to talk about COVID-19, your business, your life, your job, your future. So there's quite a lot to talk about. And right now, at the time of recording, it is the first week of May. And here in Barcelona, Spain, we've just been allowed to um, go out in the mornings to do some exercise and in the evenings. Shops, etc. are still not open. And I worry about Spain because the economy has always been a little bit bad ever since I've been here, since uh, 2011. Um, they've had the recession. They've had that underlying sort of fear still. The wages have been low. And now this has happened and lots of people, like everywhere in, in the world, have lost their jobs and they're worried. And you know, it's a very scary prospect to hear about all the people who have lost their jobs and who have nothing else. Because, you see, I think I think the problem that occurs is that we have always been sold the dream. And maybe you want to call it the American dream, maybe you just want to call it the dream. But the dream I was always sold as a kid was what you need to do in life is you need to work hard in school, you need to go to university, get a good degree. From that, you will get a good job. Then you will meet somebody, fall in love. You'll get married or buy a house. And that'll be a house with a white picket fence, of course. And then you will start a family and you will have 2.5 children. Statistically, they call it 2.5, but I don't know how they came up with half a child. But anyway, um, you will then work hard. You will take your two holidays a year. You will drive a nice car, you'll get promoted, and then at 65, you'll retire. And then, and then what do you do after that? Well, who knows? So, this is the dream. Now, I'm living testament that this dream is flawed. Why? Well, I had it all. I went to college, I got a good degree, I got a good um, uh, job. I bought a house, I got married, I had a kid, and then I got divorced. And that really, really, really wrecked my head and threw me into a tailspin, which, if I'm being completely honest with you guys, I have come out of it just over the last couple of years, even though it happened, uh, whatever it was, I don't even remember, 14 years ago at this stage. And, you know, I felt after that, I felt damaged, you know, I, I believed this and it wasn't true. And I just felt let down by it. So what can we do? Well, I've always been um, somebody who has always had some sort of side hustle. Now, I can't say that um, I've made millions and sold companies and all that sort of garbage because I am just a normal guy. I'm not one of these guys you see on the internet or one of these influencers. So let's let's talk about them first. Um I do worry when I see these influencers on um, Instagram, and I'm thinking of this uh, a power couple that that I follow, and they portray a perfect life. They have perfect body. Um, she's obviously has uh, done work on her body, 
and they have their two kids and they travel the world and they have their penthouse apartment and they go party wherever they live, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And everything looks perfect. Now, of course, what people show on social media and what they show on Instagram is not always what may be the truth. Now, these these people have millions of followers. So, you know, I think they do have money, et cetera. But uh, they promote a lot of stuff and they promote, you know, a multi-level marketing that, you know, you can be like this and then they share the success stories, etc. But behind all of these things, you have to think of the 10 or 20 success stories that they share per week or per month, how many other people are struggling in this? How many other people are hoping to be successful like them, to live that dream and don't? And what we're told is, well, it is your fault if you don't succeed. So I think the first thing that you have to think about is you have to define what success is to you. And you may rightly ask, well, Richard, what is success for you? For me, success is being happy, which I would say over the last six weeks, 60% of the time I've been happy. I've been a bit frustrated over uh, some of the weeks. But to be happy, to do something that I love, to have a supportive person by my side, which I do, my wife, my current wife is... uh, very, very supportive of me and she can be a pain in the ass sometimes, but equally I can be a pain in the ass. But to have the support, to live in a beautiful place. And I tell a story always when I talk to people of um, about 14 years ago, maybe when I was in Dublin, maybe 13 years ago, I was giving a presentation to some students about um, goals and success. And I said, you know, my goal is to live in Barcelona in a three bedroom apartment. And uh, I think it was a third, uh, top floor apartment. And I didn't know how that was going to come about. I had started going out with my wife, who was my girlfriend at that time. And I'd hoped that it would happen. About two years after that, I moved into a one bedroom apartment on the ground floor, um, 30 miles outside of Barcelona. So my goal was a little bit closer. And right now, In 2020, uh, for the last number of years, I've been living in a first floor apartment, two bedrooms in Barcelona itself, actually right beside the uh, football stadium, the Barcelona football stadium. And people say, wow, you're so lucky because, you know, you live beside the football stadium. I go, "Eh, well, football doesn't interest me. And they think, geez, what a waste. This guy lives beside the football stadium and he's not a football fan. But again, it depends on what you define as lucky and good, etc. So, while I haven't got that top floor apartment, I got closer to my goal and I feel successful. It's not a huge apartment. It doesn't have a swimming pool. It doesn't have an outdoor jacuzzi, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it has everything that I need. And I think this is one of the things I've learned over the last couple of years is having enough for what you want and what you need. Um, we, uh, up to this point, we were taking holidays when we wanted. You know, we've uh, every year we have tried to get to New York. We were there uh, in Christmas 2019 and celebrated New Year's over there. We were actually meant to be there this week. um, But obviously because of COVID-19, that kind of fell by the wayside. And, you know, then we have summer holidays or up to this point, we've had summer holidays, etc, etc. So to me, I live a successful life. But you can't measure success against what other people are doing. You have to 
sit down and say what success is for you. So you need to say, well, success for me is, you know, having enough for my family, having a nice car, being able to go to the cottage at the weekends or every couple of weeks or every couple of months or whatever it may be. Or maybe it's even simpler than that. But don't model your success against somebody else's success. So that's the first really important thing. The second thing that uh, you need to always think about is to have a side hustle. Now, I've always had side hustles. So when I was, uh, I started working when I was 14. I started in a supermarket, 14, 15, started in a supermarket. Um, progressed then when I was in college, I stayed there. But then I had side hustles of doing computer training for people that I used to go around to their houses. And I used to train them in Microsoft products and the internet, etc. Then I wrote a book uh, and I got it published, physically published, uh, about the internet in Ireland. Um, outdated really or went out of date really really quickly because things were changing so quickly then but i had that and since then i've always had hustles and you know sometimes i've done really well on these side hustles other times not so well and i was i was getting to a good point before my marriage breakup and then when that happened i did kind of spiral and i always remember that my current wife said to me she said to me um while I support all your activities, you're not going to be successful until you get your house in order, being my mind. And this is something that I struggled with for quite some time because I wasn't in the right frame of mind to actually start planning and to start doing things, etc. So this is really, really important that in order for you to be a success, you really do need to have your mindset in order. In order for you to go out and do that side hustle, you need to have your mindset in order. Why? Because you need to plan it out. You need to know what you're doing. And later on today, this is one of the things I'm going to do. I'm going to start planning for the next 30 days because over the last couple of weeks with confinement, I have kind of fallen off the wagon a little bit. And why do I say this? Because I'm honest, because I'm not going to portray the BS that you see online and say that everything is rosy because everything hasn't been rosy. I have been down. I have been a little bit blue, etc. So I want to be honest with you. And if you don't like that honesty, stop listening to this podcast. If you're looking for something that's going to tell you how to be um, rich and be flying across the world, well, look for something else. That's not me. I'm going to be honest with you and tell you about my experiences and what has worked for me over the next couple of months. So you need to have a side hustle. But before you need to have a side hustle, you need to know what you actually want, um, what you can actually do. Because right now, I don't know what your particular situation is, but I'm sure you are down on money in your salary. Um, if you go to the internet and start looking for money-making ideas, you will find thousands. You will find that, you know, people are telling you that, their system is so easy that, you know, John, who was like on his last dollar living in his car and suddenly now drives a Ferrari, um, did this in 90 days that he went from zero um, earnings a day to 300, uh, 300 earnings, $300 a day. And they will have a convincing sales page. They'll have a beautiful video, really, really fancy video. And you will just be like, wow, that's amazing of, of how they actually uh, did that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But most of these, I'm going to call them schemes or opportunities, are scams. Um, yes, some people may make money, 
but they're probably very disciplined or probably very focused. And usually what they don't tell you is that in order for this to actually work, um, you need to get the uh, package that is double the price in order to make it uh, easier for you to to use, easier for you to um, get things done. So although you may pay $7 for this amazing secret, like honestly, let me ask you, if somebody was making $300 a day or even $100 a day, would they sell that product for $7 or $17? I think they would sell it for a hell of a lot more. So that should tell you something about it. But here's my here's my thoughts, here's my strategies. Um, do your research first. I have a lot of articles on internetbusinessdemystified.com that will tell you about different um, ideas that, 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 that you need to think about before you actually start building a business online. Um, I also review a lot of products and anything that I review is something that's actually good and something that I've used and I'm honest about it because you see the other problem um, here is that if you go in blind you will just buy lots of things and you won't get to where you want to be but you also need to plan you need to have a plan of what am I going to do in order to progress my sideline so maybe you have an interest maybe you like um well, let's take a, a difficult um, subject, and apologies for anybody who is an accountant, but I'm going to say, let's say you're an accountant, you might say, well, how can I make a side hustle out of that? Well, for you, budgeting is very simple, because maybe you're a financial uh, controller, and you have to look after the budget of the actual company. For you, that's second nature. But for many people right now, budgeting is an essential skill they need to learn. So if you came up with a series of videos or podcasts or, for example, um, a, uh, a report, an ebook, which you could type up in Word and save it as a PDF, if you came up with something like that of how to live on a budget of $100 a week, that could sell very well. Now, obviously, you can't sell that for $200 because the market that you're targeting are quite small, are quite um uh, are in financial difficulties. So maybe you have to say, well, I'll sell this for $7. Now, maybe on the other side of the coin, you could actually have a report for people who are more well off and say, you know, how to um, reduce your taxes in 2020 as a small business. That could be another uh, budget or budgeting for small businesses. So you do budgeting for families budgeting for small businesses, and then budgeting for medium-sized businesses. A lot of the information could be the same. You're just adapting it for your audience. Let's say you are really good at um, do-it-yourself, DIY. I'm useless at it. You could record a series of videos of you doing simple repairs in your house. So this could be, you know, how to save money um, during a recession by doing home repairs. And you're not putting yourself at a job because you could sell hundreds of these rather than trying to do house calls. So let's say you do two house calls a day uh, at a minimum um, and you charge $50 per house call. That's $100 a day. Now, let's say you have this, this report or this video course and you sell it for $10 and you sell 50 of those every single day uh, without fail. So that's $50. It's $350 um, a week, if it's selling seven days a week, for doing very, very little. Okay, you have to promote it, etc. And that's a whole 
other thing that we will have to talk about. But you see where the idea there is that if you can, and this is a really important concept, if you can um, stop trading time for money, this is where we can start to make a more passive income. Because right now, even if I charge $50 an hour for private coaching, there's only a certain amount that I can do because I realistically 10 hours a day, I couldn't really do it. That would be, um, you know, $500 a, uh, a day, which is nice by three days, $1,500. But I don't have the time and I wouldn't have the energy to do that. So if I do recordings, well, then I could charge $20 for the recordings where I go through some some basic exercise, etc. And people just buy that and I don't have to do anything because I have everything automated. So this is the idea that I want to explore with you and I want to talk to you about. Now, a lot of people say, well, okay, you gave an example of, you know, DIY and accountants, and whatever, but I have nothing to sell. Well, what about a passion that you may have? You may have a passion that you can turn into a profit. So maybe you're um, great at baking soda bread. And I think there is an actual woman who made a fortune by creating a course on how to bake soda bread. So maybe that's where your passion is going to be. And with the right marketing, with the right planning, you could actually do very well with this. Maybe you are an expert at, um, I don't know, installing websites and you could create a very simple gig because we call it the gig, gig economy. You could create a gig on a site like fiverr.com where you say, I'll install your WordPress website for $10 and you have it all automated uh, like because there are scripts that can automate the installations and it might take you 10 minutes of work and you get $10 for that. So think of the possibilities and think about what your passions are. Now, in the podcast, in the podcast description, pardon me, um, depending on where you're listening to this, um, I have placed links to my website, but also links to a new product that I've released, which is called Profit From Your Passion. And it is not, if you're looking for something that's a get rich quick scheme, just, you know, stop listening to these podcasts and don't go near my website. But if you're looking to 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 get a step-by-step guide on how to actually build up your um, business idea, well, then this is what you have been looking for. Because this goes through, you know, deciding what your passion is, deciding whether it's a viable product, deciding, um, you know, where your market is, who your market is, etc. So take a look at that. And also, if you're on the podcast and you can see the description, I also have a link to uh, three hours of coaching that I did talking about health, wealth and career and job, which is actually completely free for you guys. You just need to click on the link and sign up and download the app to listen to it on your smartphone. So I'm going to leave it there for this week. Um, You know, if you like this, share it, subscribe to my podcast, uh, give it a like, give it a a comment if you can comment, etc. And I'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Richard Butler of richardbutler.coach and you can check out my business website, Internet Business Demystified. I'll talk to you on the next podcast.